0: What's going on squad? Welcome to FitFlow Radio, the number one podcast brought to you by the team at Impact Evolution. This podcast is actually built to help you improve on that 1% better mentality. Tune in to each episode, it's going to help you catapult your fitness nutrition mindset to new levels of success. Enjoy the episode. another episode on fit flow radio brought to you by the coaches of impact evolution i am your host coach andy james and i'm joined by
1: dan smith the other half of the uh, impact evolution at the moment and today we're going to be talking about sort of returning to the gym post covid and the truth about the return as i think we've probably all found it a little bit harder than expected. So we're going to talk about the return to the gym, both in the gym, your programming and your nutrition. It really is like a a three-pronged attack. And I think we wanted to talk about this today as both Andy and I being coaches, a lot of people rely on us to lead by example. And one of those aspects of that is being open and honest. And um, we've probably both struggled a little bit with the return simply because it's it can be a lot, a lot more demanding than we expected. I think is fair to say. Would you agree?
0: Oh fuck! I'm literally. you know what? I'm dropping straight in on this one because the reason being, I'm going to be completely and totally transparent. Yeah. This has impacted me more than what I'd originally realised. I built a home gym over the lockdown period, um, and I was I was training over the lockdown period. It wasn't probably as intense as I'm used to training. I would say the frequency and the consistency was nowhere near what I'm used to. So obviously that's developed a lot of habits over a 12-month period. But I must admit, like this is something that I personally struggled with, with, especially within the first week of on the return. I was massively social aware of people around me. And then just seeing how my body was responding to specific training sessions, ones that probably would be a normal training session, even between us when we were training together, um, they were massively impacting me in a different way in recovery in just how I I was physically responding in the training session, mentality. So it, it really, I'm actually still only training on a three to four day training split per week. Whereas in the past, I'm used to training five to six days a week, including cardio on top of that as well. So there's so much that's changed. So I think this topic is definitely relevant in what we're approaching with today for pretty much majority of people listening
1: to this podcast right now yeah I 100% agree and I think it's probably because we just got so used to the world being locked down Mm. and one not having to even travel to the gym if we were having a home gym sort of anything like that that's more time commitment getting used to spending probably longer in front of the tv and finding other ways to occupy ourselves, and then with social events starting to occur a little bit more restaurants and pubs and, and gatherings slowly being reintroduced into our lives it's almost a bit of an overload i think that's why not only sort of your physical capability to recover from those like you said five six sessions you used to do but also the mental capacity of being able to prioritize when you're seeing family now or friends or if you're going to go to get some food and I think it comes down to multiple aspects of physical and mental capability potentially so I think that's probably where I was obviously I work in a gym as well as doing a lot of this online stuff so I'd been furloughed meaning obviously I had loads more extra time and now suddenly I've got an extra 40 hours work on top of everything I was doing that came out of nowhere for me. So I think that's interesting in regards to what you say about coming from uh, like four or five, potentially even six day split down to a three, four day split. How have you found that change? And, and what's your rationale for that?
0: At first, I would have said that I was probably disappointed in myself because of how I was viewing what I was previously capable of compared to what I was presently capable of. So, I mean, this is just speaking from an honest perspective where yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people would actually feel and you know be thinking in a similar way is that they're comparing their past performance to something that they're potentially expecting to step back into on day one of Jim's reopening it's like you know those numbers still being there possibly your physique being close it's probably not gonna be anywhere near where it was I mean if you've done a good job over lockdown sort of just staying on top of your shit and keeping it all together then you know what you've done a fucking better job than most of us (laughs) but the reality is is that I think a lot of things shifted like you say I mean Travel is a big thing for people. It's like sort of carving that time out in the day now, where they're going to go to a gym rather than just sort of bit having, you know, picking a set of dumbbells or a set of bands up at home and just doing something that keeps them ticking over from home. That's another aspect that people didn't really anticipate bringing back into their lives. Again, for me, I have a it's around about if I'm if I'm really clocking up the hours, it's around about a, a four-hour journey, including the training session from home to the gym and back because of where I travel to go and train with coach Dan. So we do this like three times a week at present and not having that over lockdown and literally just being able to walk from one space to another within your own property, you know, your own boundaries. I think that gave a level of comfort and I'm finding that the discomfort is actually now starting to refocus me a lot better than what it was previously. Like the travel to the gym, I'm actually enjoying a lot more because I'm using that space, that time to really, allow myself to get in the mindset of what I'm going to be doing whilst I'm training, but also allowing myself to be a bit more forgiving that three to four days right now is currently where I'm at. You know, with everything opening back up, it's, it's more important that we're there for, you know, the people that we surround ourselves with moving forward so that rather than consuming ourselves we're just getting back into the process you've just got to remember that a slight elevation on intensity from where you currently were is going to start producing a new result so it doesn't have to go straight back in at the six days a week that you might have been training at previously that's for me has been the biggest step is understanding that it's okay for me to be training three to four days a week right now and being really intense with those training sessions and getting the most out of those and allow my body to naturally progress into a higher intensity over the next few months so possibly next few weeks to a few months that are coming right now um so for me yeah i mean it has been a bit of a an eye-opener i'm used to training six days a week usually it's one of the it's just something that i've always done but i'm actually finding the enjoyment now where training slightly fewer days i think my maximum is going to be i'm going to cap it at five days uh, and sort of run the same alignment as what you know when dan and i are programming together i'm going to run a very similar alignment with that so that I'm allowing my body to have the recovery. I think that's what I missed with regards to COVID was, you know, being locked down, I I didn't really have to pay attention too much to the recovery because it was kind of forced upon us. Whereas now I'm having to pay more attention to it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think we probably picked up certain routines in lockdown and and recovery can be, one of so many things and just being at home and being dormant just in your bed a little bit more or or watching tv and sitting down we're going to be recovering where now that we're leading busier lives again Um, recovery sleep can potentially take a hit so listening to your body and seeing how you're responding from that training again it you don't need to be aching and not being able to walk after every session i think that's a huge misconception but with that it is about like you say comparing yourself to pre-covid or pre-lockdown whatever you want to refer, refer to it as is you need to understand that we potentially would have regressed. We potentially would have, we're not as well conditioned as we are, as we were. So we don't need to jump straight back in to where we were. And in a lot of cases, that's probably going to be more detrimental than beneficial trying to do the exact same as we were. You've noted that now having four days a week is probably more beneficial for you because you're allowing more recovery. And I think with that, I'd just say if we are training four days a week, sort of looking on a upper lower, upper lower, or even potentially four whole body sessions, everything's going to get that frequency. That we want and you can still get a good amount of volume through every every muscle and every group so just be wise with with the program and if you are doing your own be my um my two cents on that
0: yeah i mean just i was just gonna say just to touch on it again myself i think the way you were approaching if you've had a good level and kept the intensity high throughout being in lockdown then i mean like this this section of this podcast might not be as relevant to you because you've managed to do a good job of keeping the intensity high but for the majority of people moving away from resistance training to having to use bands or moving away from having to use, you know, multiple pieces of equipment and machinery in the gym and just being given a barbell and dumbbells. You've only got to change the stimulus marginally to start seeing a positive response again. So I think a lot of people anticipate to jumping into a gym and throwing all these different exercises that they've not been able to do for the last 12 months into a training program and now, all of a sudden, it kind of feels like it's a bit daunting trying to keep up because you feel exhausted. You don't feel like you're recovering well enough. Your training sessions aren't impacting the way that you feel they should be. And I think, it's just, like you said, it's just because people are jumping in too high with the expectation because it's only a small increase that we actually need to see in intensity for the body to respond in a positive way. When you start to create too much. You actually start to have the reverse effect because cortisol becomes too high that it can't be managed that you're actually now you create reverse ad- adverse effect of what you're trying to achieve in the first place just by having a higher level of cortisol you're now actually blocking your progress um, yeah. so just be mindful like dan says just be mindful about the approach that you take with it and uh, just know that it only needs to be a small increase in intention, you know, within the training session, that's really going to elicit a result from that rather than it being a, a high demanding, punishing kind of response that you're thinking you need to see the results that you previously had. Anything takes time, you've just got to allow yourself to have a bit of time, bit of patience, um, be forgiving with yourself, you know, you've got to allow yourself to fall back into a, a natural flow of things. And, and then once you get into that stage, you're, you'll probably find that Routine stabilizes a lot easier. It's probably a lot less challenging to get your ass out of bed in the morning and go for an early gym session if needs be, if that's what life's. You know, kind of like saying that you've got to be doing again now. As businesses open, like Dan said, and as, you know, social events start to occur again, we need to adjust how we manipulate the schedule that we've got. And I think a lot of people, again, for me, a a massive thing. I mean, I actually replaced all of my schedule with just literally work whilst, um, so I mean, being online, you know, we're online coaches. That's what we do. You know, we change people's lives around the world. We were still very active in, being busy over a, over the lockdown period, but having to shift away from creating that space in the day to go back to a gym to train, you know, and then creating social events—they all impact on how you go about producing your result. And your priority around, one, how you carve the time out in your day for pretty much what was your life, your, your anchor in life before, you know, going to the gym and sort of, you know, the thing that straightens you out every single week. That's now become a bit of a chore and a bit of a challenge to get back into a structure. But then the other thing that we want to touch on is how you're actually handling your nutritional approach to this as well. Your training approach, obviously, we've touched on very deeply, but the nutritional approach is, is actually a very, very similar scenario as well, because I personally have actually had this conversation with many people over the last few weeks. And it is literally the, the title, the second I open a DM it's what I was doing before lockdown isn't working now, please can I have some help? And it becomes a coachable situation. I mean, if you've got a level of understanding of nutrition, then fantastic. You're already a step ahead of what a lot of people can actually achieve. But if you haven't, it becomes extremely frustrating trying to figure out what you were doing previously that was working and what you're doing now that isn't. So Dan being the one that's Mr. Shreddy at the minute, I'm going to let Dan speak on this a (laughs) bit more than what I am, because uh, I think it's relevant in the sense of Mm. how you what you were doing before covid might not be working as well as what you think it would do now and just because there's there's elements in there that need to be considered
1: yeah and i think uh that the first thing is we go to the gym or quite often a lot of us will go to the gym because we enjoy it and um that that passion will be there and will remain there we don't all enjoy weighing our food (laughs) that's that's not the fun part um so prior to to lockdown we we had everything on routine and potentially our expenditure was there our our body composition was slightly different and um that allowed us to be able to consume a little more or 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 stick to a bit of a a better routine or or more consistent routine and then coming out and everything's up in the air and we're still trying to cement the routine of going to the gym and, and seeing friends and family And we're trying to diet, consume, whatever you want to refer to it as, the same as we were before. However, we've got to accept that our situation's changed, our body weight's probably changed, our total expenditure throughout the day has probably changed. And and there's a lot of things that we need to take into account. I'm not an advocate of meal plans, set meal plans. I don't think um, Andy is either, Well, I know no. Andy isn't, <laughs> it's yeah, not, no. I don't think. In the sense that we, I know I do, and uh, Andy does quite often will have people say, oh, can you give me a meal plan? I just need a diet plan. And that doesn't allow any flexibility. So the first thing I'd always say is give yourself some guidelines, give yourself some, some rules, because if we don't have anything, we end up eating like a a toddler that's been let rain down the the candy aisle, which (laughs) sounds great, but unfortunately it doesn't get us to our goals. So set some, set some overall nutritional rules for yourself. Um, personally, I'm an advocate of six fruit and veg a day so I'll go for three fruit three veg just because the even number makes me feel happier than five a day and um, as I'm dieting down so I'm in a little bit of a deficit at the moment higher volume foods your fruit and your veg are going to be low calorie so that's allows me to eat a little bit more volume food, so I'm I'm satiated. I'm I'm not feeling as hungry as potentially I could do. So that's always going to be one of mine. That doesn't have to be yours, but that's something that I'd say, set yourself some, some nutritional goals from that. And then within that, every meal, I'll be looking to have a fist size roughly of protein. Again, that's for a male, my size, my stature with my sort of composition, that will change potentially. If you're a petite female, you probably... Don't need my fist size, but maybe your fist size, because that's probably in proportion unless you've got big yeti hands. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you never know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's why I say uh, always we need a little asterisk mark with it. But that they're two of my main my main goals, and then carbohydrates. I'll normally just situate around training, and simply as I'm not on a low low carb diet, but carbs are going to be the thing that's one going to fuel us the best for our session and two going to help us recover the best from our session so they're the three very general, very general rules that I'll have. And within that, I'll allow myself to eat most things I want, but just in regulation. Instead of having the whole pack of Pop Tarts, I'm only having one. Not even, not even both in the in the little sleeve. I'm only having one. And it's just about knowing that I could have it if I wanted to, but but not not knowing I don't need it. And probably previously to previously to lockdown, I was a lot heavier. And I could have four Pop-Tarts and that would be fine. But circumstances have changed, training and change, body weight's changed and um, composition has changed. And I think all of those will, I don't think I know, all of those will affect the amount of calories you can consume. Uh, and and your goals prior to lockdown have potentially changed as well due to gaining some extra weight or having a new, a new goal. So that's what I'd say in, in, in rough is, is that sort of where you're expecting. What, what's your opinions and approach at the moment, Andy?
0: yeah so um just on the the nutritional side of things just to quickly touch on this on my point i would definitely say everything that dan's touched on there is it wants to be like part of the staple of your approach to nutrition protein always is going to be Again, it's a topic of conversation that I have with a lot of people when they're DMing me and asking questions. And the the first thing I always find is 90% of those conversations always result in inadequate protein consumption. Eat more protein. It doesn't have to come from meat. So we're not pushing that down your throat right now. saying that it's got to come from where you get your source of protein from is specific to an individual. If you enjoy eating just chicken alone and you could eat literally like fields of chickens, you know, go for it if that's your thing. But it's just about being mindful of the sources of protein that you're using and how much of that you're actually getting because the requirements of it outweigh any kind of effort that you could be putting all the effort you want into a training session and you're just still not going to see the results required if you're out of balance with macronutrients. It's just one of those things where you can still be over consuming your carbohydrates if you're still within your calorie range if your macros split is all over the all over the shop so definitely be aiming to have a good i would say at least a minimum of three good servings of protein throughout the day minimum that wants to be so your key meals your breakfast lunch and dinner they want to be your key meals for a good serving of protein in each one of them and then around that you can sort of base protein snacks around it if you struggle around getting that amount of protein in a day, I would say then break it down into possibly four servings. You could still have your three meals, but then you would probably just have an additional serving of protein throughout the day that's going to bring that up. Uh, the other one is your dieting approach. And I don't, use, I don't like to use the word dieting because it kind of frames people in, it's a bit of a stigma, I think, because if you're dieting, there's sort of an, uh, a pressure of an outcome put on you. There's an
1: end date that implies, doesn't it? It's a yeah. lifestyle change we want.
0: Yeah, and that's it. I think if you're saying, oh, well, I'm on a diet, you kind of wait for the end goal to appear. And then all of a sudden, once it appears, it's like, right, well, now I can stop doing everything that's got me to where, I'm, where I am now. And all of a sudden, that's when we see the biggest change. That's where rebound kicks in. It's like, oh, all of a sudden, I don't have to diet no more because I'm at the end goal. I'm like, no, it's a lifestyle shift that you're creating. You're not actually chasing a dieting goal. If you can reframe that in your mind, you could actually approach your diet very different to dieting. But you can approach your diet in a very, very flexible way that can suit different different outcomes for everybody. You know, some people respond very well to slight intermittent fasting, where they're probably eating breakfast a little bit later on in the day and they're consuming more calories from lunchtime onwards. Other people prefer to spread throughout the day really evenly. A lot of people I do know like to save a fairly heavy chunk towards an evening meal and just be really calculated for the 60% of the day they're consuming food. Whatever works for you works. He's he's finding the right system for you and then allowing that to become a lifestyle—that's the biggest thing you need to be aware of when it comes to re, you know, reapproaching this whole post-lockdown return to the gym, return to health scenario—is that what might have been working for you before, and you found maybe a different version of you exists through lockdown, possibly isn't going to align with who you are right now as a person. You know, your your dieting um, protocols might have changed slightly. Your approach, the foods that you've been using over lockdown, might be slightly different to what you were using before and you don't actually want to give them up because you've realized that you enjoy eating certain foods and you were missing them in your diet previously. And Now, all of a sudden they're in there again, but you're not where you want to be. And you can still have them in there. And this is what we're saying is that you just have to be more mindful about how you structure this. And for a lot of people, I think they get overwhelmed with, I've got to manage my nutrition. I've got to manage my training. I've got to manage my lifestyle. I've got to make sure that I'm scheduling everything, weighing everything, tracking everything. It's like, that's why we exist. You know, that's why we do what we do every single day is because we're here to make, the process simple for an individual to say right well i know where i want to get to but me trying to manage all this is just an additional stress on my life so how can i remove the biggest stress which is managing all these smaller areas and that's basically stepping into our dms and having a conversation with us you know that's the way that it leads um so for me i would say there's only really two that I would touch on there is eat the damn protein, get it in your diet. There's no, it's, it's non-negotiable. Just get it in yeah. your diet, eat the damn protein and be open-minded about how you're structuring nutrition. It doesn't yeah. have to be like Dan says, it doesn't have to be fixed. It doesn't have to be structured. It doesn't have to be from a, you know, a piece of paper and it's got to be a structured plan just education you know try things if they don't work it doesn't mean you haven't failed it's just feedback that's all it is it's feedback and says well that doesn't work for me right now so i'll try something slightly different but just give it a bit of time
1: yeah yeah i i am um, i'm boring in, in the sense that if, if you follow me on instagram you'll see i eat the same same shit basically day in day out and that's what it looks like but i'll have six meals a day four of which are the exact same two i allow to be very flexible with and it's about having that little bit of flexibility but still that little bit of routine that works best for me it's about finding that routine and i know i said i wouldn't go on a tangent as we wanted to try and keep this short and sweet however i do just want to say the yogurts from audi because i know a lot of people really struggle with their breakfast protein source they don't want to be having loads of chicken or whatever, or fish or uh, steak or anything for breakfast, or and also timing because they're trying to get out of the door ready for work. 25 grams of protein for. 75 p from audi other supermarkets may also do a variation this is not an audi sponsored podcast as of yet (laughs) as of yet Um, as of yet but yeah i'd recommend them because i know and i'm sure this is the conversation you've had as well Andy. breakfast is people will always struggle to get that protein in loads of different flavors
0: they skip it straight away it's like i've got time for breakfast i'm like right okay and let me just point out 75 p for 25 grams of protein yeah, it's ridiculously cheap. That's good, and it's, tasty. it's ridiculously cheap. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, you try and look at any other source of protein that you can get that's twenty-five grams that you can get for seventy-five p. I bet there isn't many out there that you could do that. Even with when you come down to using whey protein shakes, yeah. most of those are around about a pound a scoop yeah look at the serving size to what you're paying for them if not more so if you want a nice flavor (laughs) yeah, that's it a nice flavor it's actually going to do the the right job as well i mean that's that's another topic for another day yeah like the amount of protein that you're getting from such a small it's going to be quick it's small but it's dense with what you need it's a great start to the morning that is you can balance that out so quickly with
1: some fruit yeah i was going to say a little bit of fruit you're bang on
0: bit of fruit for your carbs, but potentially it's already got some fats in there as well. And you're getting 25 grams of protein out of it. That's the perfect start to a morning. It really is to get you set up for the day. So do what Coach Dan says. <laughs> Don't listen to anything I say. Do what Coach Dan says. Go get yourself, get yourself, load up. In fact, if I see all of the shelves empty and Aldi the next time I'm in there, I know you've watched this podcast.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes or you've listened sir. to this podcast
0: because you might, caught, you might have caught the video version of this. Um, so I appreciate everybody for tuning in today. Um, if you've taken any value out of any of these, do us a favor. Just take a quick screenshot of this episode post it to your stories and tag us in it to let us know that you've absolutely annihilated the shelves in aldi and there's no protein yogurts for dan to go in there next week and buy his weekly stash i'm gonna
1: have to go and get some today before this goes
0: live <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've, I've just screwed his dieting up there for you yeah, right? yeah. Uh, so we appreciate you for being here on this one uh thanks for tuning in guys we will catch you in next week's podcast take care Thanks for tuning into the podcast today. If you've got value from this podcast, just do me a quick favour. Take a quick screenshot, upload it to your social media stories, and tag me in this at Coach Andy James. That's all one word at Coach Andy James. By sharing this, you could actually help one of your friends, but it also helps us grow as a platform. We've currently got a four-week free downloadable that's going to help you be more progressive, more productive, and more accountable for your transformation. If you pop over to www.CoachAndyJames.com, pop in your email address. From this coming Monday, you'll begin to receive for the next four weeks a free downloadable downloadable, different each week is going to help you produce a better transformational result. I'll speak to you in the next podcast. Take care. Thanks for being part of the squad.